long time no see, huh? After a long and unannounced hiatus, we have finally made a return back into the studio and uh, bringing you the entertainment that you have been missing. A lot has happened since the last time you heard from us, of course, and we're going to bring you all of that information and some more. So, Frank, tell the beautiful people who they're listening to. Welcome to the Red Pegasus Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Martin Garcia and Darian Clark. All right. You said it well, Martin. Thank you for that. Welcome. Um, if there's anybody that needs to be mad at anybody, <laughs> just put it all out on me. The guy talking on the microphone right now. Yes, take it all out on me. Martin doesn't deserve any of it. He kept texting me all throughout the <laughs> the few months we were off, saying, "Hey, brother, when are you gonna come back? You ready?" <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm currently napping, you know, because I was up all night. Um, but yeah, we'll come back soon. No, uh, we're not gonna leave you in the dust. We're still go- we're still doing this. We're still going strong. So definitely. Um, um, so I guess just to give a bit of a backstory. So we knew you were going to be out for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tried to record and I think I said this in another episode that we had released. Um, but we had pre-recorded some shows. We were kind of hoping to get back in the studio after those show- shows had premiered. And, uh, something that I like to do, I like to keep my laptop organized and clean. And I like to put things in folders and stuff like that. And I accidentally somehow maybe deleted all the episodes that we had recorded. So if you're going to be mad at anybody, it's probably going to be the both of us. Um, But yeah, so I accidentally deleted all the episodes. So we were about a month short. And so that's where that first month went. And then Darian brought um, his daughter into this beautiful world of well, ours. I didn't. My wife did, Martin. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. The Clark family brought another beautiful daughter into uh, this beautiful world of ours. And yeah. so that's where you were absent for a bit. Yes. And uh, doing dad things, which is totally understandable. But that's why we've been out for such a long time. Yeah. And then while it was a lot longer than I had liked or anticipated, we did get some good quality time together as a family, some time to gather ourselves, find a, uh, a routine. Well, find kind of a schedule. I wouldn't say we're on a routine yet. Um, just being a family of four, um, and just trying to factor and maneuver all the, the new ways of all this fun stuff of bringing a new life into this world. Yeah. It's, it's pretty wild. And like I said, I don't want to take any credit away from my wife. She is a, my hero and she absolutely killed the time when we were in the hospital and still is really, um, Shout out to Baylor Scott and White serving us well up in McKinney. Shout out. Dude, dude, they killed it. They came through. Compared to our first go around, man, yeah. they blew our experience out of the water. Nice. They even sent us home with like a fresh home cooked meal of lasagna, Caesar salad, oh, whoa. and a thing of crumble cookies. No way, really? Dude, serving us well. I was like, heck wow. yeah. Walking out of there in style. Hold on, I'm taking um, notes here. All right, <laughs> for Baylor Scott and White. <laughs> for real though. Dude, uh, yeah, it was far greater experience than we could have ever imagined. And healthy mama, healthy baby coming out of it. Couldn't be any more grateful. So. Great. Definitely. Glad everything went well. Glad yeah. everyone's doing okay. And uh, yeah, I bet it is tough. You got a little one, which I'm sure is still running around everywhere acting yeah. crazy. Yeah. As little ones do. And then you've got the baby. But last time we spoke, you said the baby was sleeping decently well. Yeah. Yeah. Is that still the case or is she... Uh, she sleeps way better than our first one ever did really yeah she like she got the sleep thing down yeah <laughs> now her her days and nights get flipped sometimes which is why we're up at night yeah. a lot of the times but so it's a matter of finding that that rhythm but yeah three-year-old the toddler she's the one that uh can be a little crazy yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean and you, you got to give her a little grace in this time you know because she went from having all the attention to now splitting it with this new baby in her life you know what i mean so gotta allow her some time and some some grace to overcome that and get through that and find her good schedule and routine during that as well so definitely i was gonna ask how she was doing with the baby and like no longer (laughs) getting all the attention to herself yeah overall she's doing well she loves her baby sister um but yeah there's some times where you can tell like she wants some attention. She wants some one-on-one time with one yeah. of us or something or both of us, you know? So, um, yeah, just got to find some time for that. 
But uh, overall, overall, everyone's well. And Sadie came into this world on September 12th. Nice. Yes. At three... Month? Three something in the afternoon. I feel like I should know the time, but three over... Yeah. Over a month now. A month old. Yeah. Pretty wild. I'm I'm so happy for you guys. Yeah. Thanks, man. What about you? What's trending in your world? Oh, dude. What has been trending in my world? I don't know. So we've been out for two months, so I don't think I've necessarily announced this yet, but in case I have, I'm sorry, but finished school. So that's yes. finally off of my dude, plate. Congrats on that. No longer have to think about that or do anything school related, which is nice. Um, some The first like week, week and a half, I was... I still had like school in the back of my mind. As soon as I got home from work, I was like, oh no, I've got something to do Seriously. or I need to read a chapter. And I'm just like, wait, no, I don't. I'm, I'm done with that. Um, so that's nice. I got my degree actually mailed to me cause I couldn't go pick it up. Uh, I actually picked that up at my aunt's from my aunt's house. Um, two days ago, three days ago. Nice. So that was pretty cool. Unraveled nice. the thing. And I was yeah. like, wow, this looks really nice. Rolled it back up and put it in the tube. <laughs> And, Did you get uh, a frame or anything? And I don't have a Not frame yet. for it. Probably okay. won't. I don't think Natalie has her <laughs> both of her degrees framed either. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just really funny. I she like came home from work, and she was like, well, "Where is it? Where's the degree?" And I was like, oh, "I think I threw it in the room." She was like, "You <laughs> threw it in the room?" And I was like, "I, I mean, I, I don't know, bro. Throw um, that sucker in a tube and strap it on your back like Nick Cage in National <laughs> Treasure." That's a forty thousand dollar piece of paper. It, you know what I mean? Definitely. So. <laughs> I need to get a. I need to get a nice leather tube uh, case for it, just for like real. he does. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Um, since then, I, I guess I still have the drive for learning. So I'm teaching myself Japanese. Oh, you really? Lingo. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's wow. pretty cool. I started a while ago, but never can like finished it or didn't keep up with it. So what's the purpose of the drive to learn japanese i don't know okay i just want to learn another language okay and uh definitely fascinating one putting this putting this out there into the universe maybe i'll take a trip to japan one day and hey i'll be able to communicate with some of the locals there you never know that'd be sweet um but yeah and i had my first doctor's visit (laughs) that i haven't had in such a long time oh like i got like like a a physical yeah yeah (laughs) Like just an annual uh, checkup just right. to make sure everything's good. Everything's good, which is nice. nice. Um, good deal. Good but deal. yeah, it was, uh, it was really funny. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, nothing else. I'm working on something on the side. I don't really want to announce it yet. Um, oh. Wait till it quote unquote launches. All right. Um, but yeah, so be on the lookout for that kind of ish, maybe. So if you're interested in it. But yeah, so that's pretty much it. Took a trip to San Antonio. Yeah. Natalie took me to San Antonio for my birthday. Nice. Got to see the Alamo. Got to remember the Alamo. That's right. And that was a really cool trip. So something that I've always wanted, I don't think I've stressed it enough on the podcast, but I love me a Tesla, dude. I want me a Tesla. Yeah. And she's been knowing this, I think, since the time we, we first started dating. And she rented a Tesla for a day Ooh. when we were in San Antonio. Nice. So it was really cool getting to finally drive it. And uh, very different, obviously, from a normal car. Yeah. It took some getting used to, but overall it was so dope. And I think it helped me out, actually, in the long run. Because Natalie, wasn't; she didn't really care too much. But in the middle of the drive, we're just cruising around San Antonio. In the middle of it, she's like, you know what? I think I like the Tesla. And I was like, that's it. That's the next car. That's the next car, baby. Nice. So, cool. yeah, it was pretty fun. She, Did you um, test out the auto? I tried, yeah. So, I I tested that out. Um, it didn't know how to, like, do it necessarily. Okay. She got it through an app called Turbo. Yeah. And that app lets you rent other people's cars. So, this was someone else's Tesla that we were gotcha. renting out. It turned out to be cheaper than Enterprise and Hertz and all that. Um, so it like also gives you demo videos that you can watch real quick, like uh, instruction tutorials. Um, and I just blew through them because I was like, forget it. I just want to drive the Tesla. I don't really care. So in the middle of the highway, I'm like, you hit the downshift twice, right? For the autopilot. And she's like, yeah. And so we turn it on. 
does its thing and i'm like whoa this is so cool like she's like you better keep your hands on the wheel and i'm like i know i know and so and then i was like wait but how do you get out of the autopilot and she's like i think it's two up on the shift thing and so i did that it made some weird noise and we were like yeah we're not gonna do that anymore um but yeah it was pretty fun and definitely crazy for the autopilot that the nice 10 seconds that we had tested that out yeah that's cool. Uh, yeah, it was good. Um, Despite all the recalls they're going through right now. What? You didn't hear about all that? No. Yeah, they've been thousands of Teslas have been recalled. Really? Some, yeah. I don't I know what no exactly, idea. so I won't go into it, but. Huh. Yeah, I heard they. Yeah, it's a good thing we're yeah. recording this after the trip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or else I would I would have been like, yeah, you know what? We'll just uh, give the guy his Tesla back because I don't want <laughs> to mess with that. But yeah, good trip overall. Finally made my way, like I said, down to San Antonio and made it to fiesta texas oh yeah which is something that i've always been wanting to do for a long time this is my first time in san antonio i've never which been is crazy to think dude i can't I believe you've never been there i know but yeah I it's a pretty cool place right it is really cool yeah. it reminds me of like the the culture from austin yeah but not as packed right exactly and it's just really it, with, it was really nice with a lot of history definitely yeah, a lot of history yeah, yeah. and yeah i mean it was overall a great trip I'm cool. glad we went. Very nice. Had a blast, especially uh, Fiesta. Texas. Yeah. They had Fright Night or Fright Fest going oh, yeah. on. Yeah. And uh, I don't think, I think I've been to Six Flags with Fright Fest, but they had like the mummies and the zombies out walking uh -huh. around yeah, and yeah. trying to scare us. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It was a good time. Good time overall. Nice. That's awesome. Glad you enjoyed it. And happy yeah. late birthday, Martin. Thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you. Um... Also, something that happened. Have you ever, have you played pickleball? No, you haven't. I uh, so a friend of ours, Tremir, his birthday is also on the first, and uh, for so we kind of like battle it out to see who's going to celebrate their birthday that year. Oh yeah, and uh, I was like, you know what? You can go ahead and take this year. Next year's my thirtieth, so we'll go all out next year. And he wanted to go to this place called Chicken and Pickle mm. over in Grand Prairie. Yeah. And uh, really dope spot and really cool atmosphere. I mean, they just have like the large yard games um, all over the place. And then they have probably like eight or nine pickleball courts. So I played pickleball for the first time. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like pretty fun. Poor man's tennis. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot smaller. Uh, you're playing with a wiffle ball. So it's not like you're really needing to run across the court yeah. to hit the ball. Um, but yeah, it was pretty fun overall. So I'm going nice. to try maybe invest in some pickleball paddles. Yeah. And uh, Mansky Library over in Farmer's Branch, they have a court right next to them. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Do you remember how it kind of like, there's that hill next to the Mansky uh -huh. Library and it just kind of like goes down yeah. near the river? Well, they turn that area into a pickleball court. Oh, nice. Good to know. And obviously it's free, right? I mean, yeah, nice. Just need a, I guess, I'm pretty sure you would have to bring your own paddles. Yeah. And balls. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm going to have to invest in, in some of the equipment and play some of that. Yeah, let's do it. It's pretty cool. good stuff. But yeah. And then chicken and pickle is actually opening up another place up in Allen. And, uh, which I don't understand why they're opening these places in such like far away yeah. kind of remote areas. But yeah, it was a good time. Definitely uh, check out pickleball and chicken and pickle. If you have the time. Yeah. All right. Good spot. Is that a good little update? Yeah. Ready to move forward. Ready to go on. People have forgiven us. I think so. They have received their forgiveness, and we are um, forgetting now and moving forward. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're back, baby. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into some National Toy Hall of Fame. Sound good? Yeah, let's go. All right. First of all, did you know this was a thing? I had no idea this was a thing. <laughs> I think I heard about it just over the past couple years, but they've been doing this for like over a decade. They've really? been nominating toys into their Hall of Fame for over a decade now. Wow. They have, they compile a list of like 40 plus toys, games. I mean, it could be anything you play with really. Yeah. I mean, this might year there's a pickleball there one day. Yeah. You might, you might. There's a top on the list this year. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, 
Oh, oh sure, like a spinning top. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. Sure, it's a toy, but like there's only so much you can do with it. <laughs> and it's nominated. So, wow. Look at you. Top. Um, so there's there's always like 40 to 50 things compiled on a list and people vote it down to a list of 12. Okay. And those are the nominees to be in, enshrined into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Every year they pick three winners out of the 12. Voting uh, unfortunately ended already, but we can still go ahead and play along, right? Yeah. And if you hadn't heard about it, maybe you can play along while you're listening too. So I'm going to go through these 12 finalists and we're going to pick our three winners, okay? Okay. Sound good? Yeah. The good old classic game of American Bingo. Okay. Staple? Yes. Absolute staple. Love me a good game of bingo. I mean, it's been around, I got to say, for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, how about the Briar Horses? Familiar with these? I have no idea what these are. Okay. It's like the, they're just like clay figures. Oh, okay. Horses. Um, from 1951, so they go way back. Kind of like bingo. Uh, apparently, first played in 1530. <laughs> 1530 bingo. <laughs> yeah. That crazy in Italy. Uh, okay. Anyway, moving on. Bingo Briar Horses. Next is Catan. The you may know it as the board game, the Settlers of Catan. Yeah. You ever played that, Martin? Yeah, I you love have? that game. Okay. I've never played it, but I know it has a huge following. Oh, it's you've very never played popular. It? No. Oh, I thought you've played it before. I've heard it's one of those games that's like Monopoly and Risk, or like you're going to sit there for a while. Definitely. Yeah. So, I, while I love those games, those kinds of games, if, I'm, if I don't have the time, I'm not really going to get around to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's funny how you say it, though, because I've heard someone else say it like that, Catan, and I thought it was Catan. It might be. And one of those tomato tomato words probably but you're the second person who i've heard say it like that yeah and now i've you've got me questioning whether i'm saying it right well because like i said someone else said it like that Catan. and i was like oh have i been saying it wrong this whole time i have no idea anyways it was published in germany so how do you think they would say it cotton oh yeah you're right we're both saying it wrong <laughs> moving on the next stuff the next toy up here is uh, a light bright dude light bright <laughs> Created Man, in 1966, put the little color or uh, the little colorful pegs in the yep in the thing to make a a fun little picture from the the light shining through. Yeah, dang, Dude. I totally forgot about light those birds. are those are great. Those are legendary. <clears throat> How about the Masters of the Universe toys? You remember okay. these, right? They're just little action figures. Yeah, like He Man. Yeah. I think just their hands and their legs move, or their arms and their legs move, and that's probably it. Maybe oh, their head yeah. swivels, but other than that, it's usually um, comic book characters. Throwback toys, yeah. yeah. Um, next up is Nerf toys. So just any Nerf toys. Yeah. Head, it's headlined by the ball, it looks like. Oh, okay. Um, introduced in the 60s as just a ball, and then ever since, you know, They've blown up. You can see where they're at now, right? Yeah. I mean, guns is the biggest thing for them. Crazy how much they've blown up. The I've seen, I think I've seen Nerf archery. So like bow and arrow really? with like a Nerf Goodness. tip to the arrow. It's <laughs> unreal how much they're doing. They claim to be the world's first indoor ball. I never knew that. Huh. <clears throat> All right. Next up we have here is the pinata. Wow. Dude. I would not consider this a game, but I mean. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. I love me some pinatas, dude. I feel like you have more lean to speak on this, so I'll just let you speak if you have anything else to say. <laughs> uh, it's uh, great at parties. Uh, <laughs> fill it with cash. Fill it with candy. However, you fill it with many bottles of liquor. I mean, that's depends. the thing. If people are voting for this, they're thinking about what you're doing with a pinata. You true. know, yeah. So like, they think about all the good times, the memories. That's true. What you can get out of it. I don't know. There could be a sneaky little play in here to to win into the Hall of Fame. I'm going to use my own idea and maybe for like a party, just fill it up with mini bottles of liquor and then just (laughs) crack it open. There you go. Um, Just don't drink it while you're hitting the pinata, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Drink drink responsibly, my friends. Right, right. Next up on the list, we have a card game, Phase 10. Phase 10. You ever played this? I have, but I had never heard of it like before I had played it. Yeah. Someone brought it to my attention yeah. and I was like, what the heck is this? Yeah. It's one of those classic family card games. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like every family has their card game. Yep. You know, Ooh, they no. play every time you get together. Yeah. Yep. So it's a, it's a, 
I feel like it's an iconic one. Definitely, even though I didn't know. I'm not huge on it, but I've played it before and it's fun. Um, Next up on the list is Pound Puppies. Honestly, I feel like I've seen this, but other than that, never really messed with it, never really touched one or anything like that. Have you? I was about to say the exact same thing. Okay, cool. You read my mind. We're on the same page there, not getting our vote. Uh, (laughs) Next up on the list is Racco. You played this? I have not. It's a game. It's a card game as well. From 1956. I feel like I've played it back in the day with my grandparents. Other than that, I could not tell you how to play it or remember it. Next up is the Spirograph. Okay. You ever mess with one of these? Oh, are these like the traceable things? Yeah. Where you like put your pencil in it and then mm-hmm. you go in a circle yep. and it creates. You draw some cool little shapes and figures and stuff. Cool. I would not consider that a game either or a toy, yep. but makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. All right. And lastly, to finish off this list of 12 nominees into the Toy Hall of Fame, the top. <laughs> But apparently it's from the ancient times. Been wow. around since the Greeks brought it forth in God knows what year. Um, so that does it. Do you have anything to say about that? The year 200. Um, tops. Uh, no. Only so much you can do with them, right? Pretty plain and simple there. Yeah. All right, Martin, who gets your vote? Going through this list, you have three votes. All right, we're going to run through them. My three. The bingo game. Briar Horses. Settlers of Catan or Catan. Or Catan. Or Catan. Lightbright, Masters of the Universe, Nerf Toys, Pinata, Phase 10, Pound Puppies, Racco, Spirograph, and The Top. Uh, okay. I would throw Nerf. Yeah. I would throw. Hello, I'll get it throw. Bingo. And maybe Lightbright. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> are those the three you were thinking <laughs> too? Pretty close. Pretty close. Those are definitely in my uh, top half of my list going into the Hall of Fame. What are your three? The two that are definitely in there is Nerf and Bingo. Oh, okay. I feel like... I mean... Yeah. These two... The popularity. The longevity. Um... Yeah, should put those two in there for sure. What about your third Now, one? my final three, and my final one that I'm trying to decide between is between four. And it is the Light Bright. It is the Pinata. It is Phase 10. And it is the Top. The Top. Okay, I can see the Top. Just because of its... This, this history, you know? Yeah. Like, everybody knows what a Top is. Yeah. Everybody knows how to spin a Top. Right, you would think it, it would already be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, to be honest. So I'm gonna go for the top. Give it a little love, okay. even though it's so simple <laughs> and generic. Give the Greek some love. Yeah. So that's my vote with Phase Ten Pinata and Light Bright. Close, close, but not, not getting close, in. but no cigar. Correct. Nice. That's pretty cool. We'll have to double. We'll have to check back up on who the three. Yes, the three uh, winners will be announced on November 10th. November 10th. Who gets your vote? And so, can you vote for the top three, or is it like a board? No, everybody can vote. Oh, okay. But, like I said, voting unfortunately already ended. Oh, So we were playing. Why are they taking forever to announce it? I don't know. I think like they got a bunch of people that voted or something. They got to count them all up. I thought it would be kind of like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where everyone can vote, and then like a board of... yeah people in the business like vote to see yeah. who uh maybe it is like that i'm not sure hmm. could be well either way we'll check back on november 10th mm-hmm. all right um moving on over to some sad news uh loretta lynn passed away at the age of 90 90 back on uh, october 4th so we're a little late with the news but hey we've been on a hiatus yeah uh, but yeah, so for those who don't know Loretta Lynn, here's a little quick sample of uh, what she brings to the table. This is her with uh, Willie Nelson. When they lay me down someday, my soul will rise and fly away. This old world will turn around. I'll be at peace when they lay me down. And uh, yeah, so she 
passed away sadly she was a fun fact uh a grandmother at the age of 29 yeah dude i heard which is this. just <laughs> mind-blowing and doesn't sound healthy um uh, <laughs> but yeah so then this got you thinking right about yeah. who the youngest grandmother yeah in the world like record-breaking i guess yeah i i had to find out i was like wait 29 that's already really young definitely she had her young. first child at 16 which means her first child had her first child at 13 13 like uh, what that's what i'm saying that should not be legal but uh i guess things were a little different back then people got married times, younger you know people had kids younger times have definitely changed uh, and speaking of back then i thought that the grandma would be the youngest grandma the world has ever seen on record yeah would be back then but no this was recorded as of 2011. <laughs> the world's youngest grandmother. Take a guess how old she was when she became a grandmother. Um, I mean, I just feel like this is sad. I <laughs> hope it's possible. Huh? <laughs> I just couldn't think it's possible, but. I know. Um, I guess <laughs> if it's, I don't know. Uh, let's say, so we thought 29 was the youngest. So let's say 25 okay close 23 oh i was gonna say 23 too 23 years old rifka staneska from romania and uh i think it was 2009 she officially became the youngest grandmother ever um and it still is i saw an article i think that came up because the news about loretta lynn oh an article come up recently yeah Talking about this world's youngest grandmother again. Yeah, just a good old housewife. Lives in Romania. Had her first child at 12 years old. That child had another child at 11 years old. Wow. That is 11 years old? Yeah. In the 21st century. Gosh. (laughs) I, uh... It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know what to think about this. Does it say anything about how, um it happened i guess like is it <laughs> i don't i don't even know dude i honestly it's all her her 10 year old chose to get married and then she granted the wish and shortly after baby came romanians what are you guys doing over there it is according to rifka getting married young is a tradition in romania yeah with their gypsy culture mm. um but you know, still, that's really young. So. Definitely very young. And obviously, it's newsworthy, so people are writing articles about it. Exactly. I just didn't know it was genetically possible. I didn't think so either. That's why I was wondering if it was more of a, like, married into a family or mm-hmm. something like that, or adopted or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, wow. That is crazy. So, if you're moving that quick, Loretta Lynn could be a living great, 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 great grandma. If they're moving that quick and she's 90. True. You know? Yeah. That's a kid every 15 years. <laughs> Gosh. She could be a quad great grandma. Quad great <laughs> grandma cubed. Or what is it? Uh, what's the fourth power? Fourth? Yeah. What do you mean? Like squared is two, cubed oh. is three. What is the fourth? I don't know. Math is hard. Quad? I, th- I thought. I don't know. Quads? I throw back drumline quads. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, double, triple, quadruple. I think quad comes from quadruple. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, who who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um. Anyways, yeah. So sad. Uh, sad news there with uh, Loretta Lynn passing. <laughs> Definitely. Um. Will be missed. Yes. A lot of people were uh, talking about this when the news broke. Yep. Country music will never be the same. Mm. But will also be forever changed because of her. Exactly. You know what else will never be the same? What's that? Uh, this old radio station here in DFW, I think now it's called The Freak. That's right. <laughs> Dude. And it was The Eagle before? Yeah. The iconic 97 won The Eagle. Rock metal radio station is no more. No more. I heart flipped them. Wow. To a talk station. Just good old old-fashioned talk radio. Yeah. No agenda. No specific thing you need to talk about. They have every 
right and all the freedom in the world to talk about whatever they want whenever they want yeah i think of when the news was coming around about all this happening people were worried, worried that it was turning into like a sports talk show yes. or a sports talk station yes but it's not it's just that was the rumor okay. because all these people came from sports talk radio got it um but that is not the case Mike Reiner, who's a DFW radio legend, mm-hmm. he's in the Texas Radio Hall of Fame and all that good stuff. He's the one that started DFW The Ticket. Oh, uh, okay. 96.7 FM, 1310 AM. Yeah. He started that station back with Skip Bayless in the early 90s. Mm. Um, and it was just talk radio. Yeah. Well, their format quickly flipped into all sports talk. And that's when people were thinking, oh, great, here comes another one. He's starting up yeah. another station, and it's going to be Sports Talk. And all these people that came from uh, 105.3 The Fan and 96.7 FM The Ticket, they're all going to bring more Sports Talk. Like, we need a third station yeah. here in DFW talking about sports all day, every day. Talking about how the Cowboys are trash. Right. Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> Get to that in just a minute. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're back up and running, and no more metal and no more rock and just all local talk and it's not just sports wow yeah it's pretty cool that is uh very crazy i remember when i don't even remember what the name was before but uh what is it i don't even jeez how do you say this number i'm going blank now 100.3 jack fm jack fm yeah but it wasn't jack fm before right 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 it, it used to be, i remember back in the day no yeah, I it was like uh more like i think a top 40 station yeah and then jack fm took over and it was we play whatever we want and you're gonna like it <laughs> something like that right yeah is it still jack fm yeah 100.3 yep okay so i remember when that was uh big news when that changed uh-huh I, I, it's so funny because i'm seeing people on social media embrace it and love the new uh the new station and then i'm seeing people who are like no don't take my rock and roll mm-hmm. away from me and that's yeah. the music that i used to listen to all the time and now i'm gonna have to find something else yeah apparently they still have it they have like an hd2 setting you know oh okay but obviously you can only get that online mm-hmm. you can't just switch to an hd2 setting on your car stereo uh, yeah yeah so but you've been listening to it everything's been good yeah it's been phenomenal man yeah i like listening to it nice they have a show in the morning from 7 to 11 called the speakeasy mm-hmm. they have a show from 11 to 3 which has been in skin show they've been there and they were a part of the flip and then um uh, from 3 to 7 is uh the downbeat which features mike reiner he has the drive home oh okay. time slot you know um so yeah Every show so far is so good. And they're just talking about Dallas stuff. Yeah. Texas stuff. Whatever they want to talk about. Yep. They call themselves local talk. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to have to uh, tune in one day. And everything Mike Reiner says, you can listen to him read a recipe from a cookbook (laughs) and you'd be like, you would be floored. Yeah. His just voice is so captivating. You know, it's like, you don't want to stop listening every time he's on the mic. Unreal. And he's just so smart. His word dictionary is unreal. Like he pulls words out of nowhere. I'm like, what? <laughs> I just love listening to him and like, you know, just being a sponge every time he's on the mic. But nice. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. I'll definitely have to tune in. I just listen <clears throat> to whatever's on my phone. <laughs> I'm like, do y'all need a night show from like seven to 11? Yeah, right. We can come in the red Pegasus. <laughs> <laughs> seven to 11, man. The graveyard ship. Not really, but I know, right. It'd be tough. <laughs> um that's awesome something yeah. else that's coming out of dallas though love is blind three that's season right. three that's right is uh coming out soon actually yeah um they are well we had mentioned this a couple months ago that we heard rumors that they were shooting up in the addison area mm-hmm. and they dropped a trailer recently so you can see everyone who's on the show and i actually know someone who also kind of sort of know someone who's on that show okay i knew one of us had to know somebody somehow (laughs) you know there's a lot of people in here from dallas the funny thing though is that they're not i don't think they're from oh yeah yeah they went into college here so yeah they're uh they know them from school 
I don't necessarily think that they're friends. They just know of each other or, or this person knows of the person on the show. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, it's going to be exciting to see what, uh, where they, uh, filmed around the DFW area. Yeah, for sure. And even though it's filmed in DFW, they don't really show the city until like the couples are already married. Yeah. Well, not married. Or engaged. engaged. Yeah. So like the first, what, six or seven episodes is just going to be in the pods that are in the building. Yeah. You're not going to see much. But regardless, everybody in this season is either from or living in Dallas currently. Really? They they have to be. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So whenever they go back to, you know, wherever they're living, they got to be in the same general area. So that is true. I, um, yeah, I looked through, I didn't necessarily look through a list, but I was looking at the trailer and I was like, dang, I'm really upset. I don't see anyone that I know on there. All right. I know. I was like, that sucks. It's, but, it's, it's like right at our age range. Yeah, it's, definitely. They're 26 to 36 year olds. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh man, it would have been, it would have been great to see someone we knew on that show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that should be coming soon. When does it premiere, Martin? Um, this 17th? premieres. Yeah. It's coming 19th. out. 19th. October 19th. Yes. Yeah. One week from now. And they drop them by episode, so they don't drop all of them. Oh, they are? Yeah. It says the first episode will be ready for streaming on October 19th. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought... I couldn't remember if they were one of the shows that dropped weekly or if it was one that it all dropped at once. Mm -hmm. Binge watching, as they call it. Yeah. That'll be cool. And definitely going to keep an eye out on that. I love me the Love is Blind series. It's pretty good. It's it's just fun to watch. It's, It's a little more authentic refresher on reality TV. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not super fake and they're not there just to be, I mean, I can't say that for everybody, but just to make a name for themselves, you know? Yeah. I feel like most of them are there to actually genuinely find love. Definitely. Because obviously you can't see them until, what, the fourth or fifth episode? Until you propose, basically. Yeah, until you propose. So, yeah, I think there's a little more authenticity behind that, which is why I like it. Definitely. I like it too. It's one of my favorite ones. That one in the circle, the circle is another game show on Netflix <laughs> reality TV show. Oh, yeah. oh man. Good stuff. I love me. The, I love me. These dumb, trashy, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> reality TV shows. Mindless entertainment. Exactly. Like what you're listening to now. Right? Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So just a quick word from our uh, sponsor. Oh, yes. Um, so crossbar. Soccer and beer. Check them out. Over here in Richardson, great stuff. They've got, I mean, they are just constantly coming out with new things For to real. do here. We can't uh, keep up. I'm losing track, seriously. Um, you can check them out. I think they're now having food. They're offering food Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, you know what else is coming up here pretty soon? What's that? The World Cup. Oh, Yeah. Goodness what gracious. better place to watch it than here at Seriously. Crossbar? Uh, check out them or check them out on social media. They, I'm sure, will post all the schedules and when they're showing all the uh, matches and whatnot. Oh yeah, it's going to be lively around here during that time. Definitely. Watch Party Central. They got Definitely. projectors and tons of TVs. Be running all those games. I was about to say, um, I was talking to Aaron the other day about one of the projectors that they had just bought, a really nice one, and they have it on the field, uh, like all, or, or I guess hanging over the uh, indoor field, and they're going to be playing it off the wall, so they're going to have that whole area to just hang out nice. and watch some of these big games, which will be fun. Yeah. Um, also check out some of the merch that we have for the show. We've got some stuff coming up for the holidays, so make sure you check some of that stuff out. Uh, click the link in any one of our bios or on the Red Pegasus bio. It'll take you there. And uh, follow us on the socials in case you haven't already. Twitter and Instagram at Red Pegasus Pod. And uh, on Facebook, you can just search up the Red Pegasus Podcast. I know it's, we've been saying this, it's been a while, but we do need to touch base on what's going on in the sports scene here in the DFW area. I don't know if you missed it, but Aaron Judge made history in Arlington. 
I did see this. I don't know who Aaron Judge is, but I did see this. <laughs> he is an outfielder for the New York Yankees, finishing out their season here in Texas. Um, he was chasing the single season home run record. Okay. Of 61 home runs. That was accomplished back in 1961 by the great Roger Maris. I think his name is Robert Maris, Roger Maris. Either way, it's Maris. Um, <laughs> well, the second to last game of the season, Aaron Judge hits number 62 Ooh. in our home stadium in Texas. And a guy catches it, mm-hmm. comes right to him. Didn't even have to move. He brought his glove and everything, bought that ticket just for that sole reason to catch that ball. Came right to him, right down the front row of the outfield. Catches the ball, is immediately escorted out, obviously interviewed and everything. Everybody wants to know what you're going to do with that ball. Yeah. <laughs> well, a little update. He still hasn't updated anybody. He hasn't told anybody what he's doing with it. He's holding on to it, probably just gaining equity as we speak. Right? I was about to say, how much is that ball worth? At the time when he caught it, there was news, that a report came out that somebody, an auction company, offered him $2.5 million for it. $2.5 You're talking maybe a $150 ticket? To, oh, to catch that my ball? Oh, goodness. 2.5 mil. He's already... He, somebody's done news on, done uh, research on this guy and his wife. His yeah. wife is a... Uh, wow, that's scary. Uh, yeah, his <laughs> wife works in media, in sports media in DFW. Oh, really? I'm not sure where exactly. I think Fox or Bally Sports Southwest. Um, and he's an investor. So the last thing he needs is... is money. More money. Yeah. And here he goes. He got it, right? But I don't know. I'm just a little bitter. Props to him. Definitely. Uh, it's reportedly now could be up to up uh could be worth up to four million. Wow. This ball. Four million. Yes. Jeez. The single season home run record hit by Aaron Judge, outfielder for the New York Yankees. Ball. Baseball. Wow. Up to four million. How nice it would be to have that ball. Huh? Now there is a certain spot that everyone was always sitting at, right? Because mm-hmm. that's where he tends to hit the ball. Yeah. Is the left field? Yep left center field yep. left that's, center field that's where he hit it that's where this guy caught it and that's that section was jam-packed with people really when he hit it even this guy jumped down which is a 15 foot jump holy down, smokes just in case the ball fell yeah he wanted to get it oh okay it looked like he fell but he literally purposely jumped down just in case the ball like bounced fell out of his hands down, or something he would have gotten it ah i got it Instead, so he got hit it? with a ticket for trespassing what's so. baseball <laughs> etiquette here for this especially for something like this yeah. like if you're if i'm behind this guy that just caught it right and i'm a little bit taller i've got a few more inches on my wingspan yeah and i grab it right above him yeah is this, is this my ball or is oh yeah oh it, yeah it's my ball it's, so it's free reign dude first come, i was first surprised time. there wasn't like tackling involved that's what i was wondering trying to get like, this ball there no was obviously was a group right there trying to get it yeah but it went smack dab straight to him wow and nobody really could get in the way because i mean he was a pretty big dude he had a pretty good reach yeah so nobody else was really able to get it right around him. What so, luck. Dude, yeah, seriously. All right, moving on. <laughs> Cowboys update. Dallas Cowboys, that is. Yes, we're giving them a little update. They're 4-1. and one. Okay, moving on. 4-1. and one. Uh, Just kidding, yeah. Uh, we'll <laughs> hang here for a little bit. They have one of, if not the best defensive player in the league right now, Michael Parsons. Oh, okay. Making, wreaking havoc back there. Yeah. Leads, he, tides, he is the tied league lead for sacks. Uh, across the entire NFL with six, I believe, currently. Um, and they are four and one. Wow. Under the direction of Cooper Rush, backup quarterback. That's right. And Dak, Dak's out, right? Dak has been out. Hurt his foot? He hurt his thumb. Thumb. Yep. He threw it and hit on somebody's helmet and had <sighs> surgery to repair it. So he should be back soon. I think they gave him a four to six week time frame of being out. And he has now been out for four games. So he should be back soon. You think... He's coming back? If he's not keep... back this week, he'll be back next week for sure. Think, so they're taking Rush out no matter what? Yeah, they're not rushing to bring back Dak. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I mean, he's been undefeated, so why would you? Yeah. Right? They just beat the Super Bowl champs last weekend. <laughs> nice. Um. So, yeah, why wouldn't you rush him back? Um. So, yeah, they're 4-1. and one. They are currently tied for second in the division. Mm. No, they're second in the division. Because they play the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. This weekend on Sunday Night Football. Prime That's time. where that one came? Yep. Oof. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because the fall and because October is probably the greatest sports month of the entire year. We're talking about it all right here, right now. <laughs> the Mavs are about to come back. Hey. The, uh, the NBA season starts on the 18th. The Mavs start on the 19th at the Phoenix Suns. 
the team who they beat Bo. in the playoffs last year. <laughs> um. So yeah, getting ready for NBA season start back up. Dallas Mavericks start back up. Starts October eighteenth. Yes. Holy smoke! Season starts October eighteenth. Mavs start October nineteenth. Oh wow! Yes. And um, recently, uh, the they do this NBA GM survey every year where they ask the GMs a bunch of questions like, "Who's your favorite to win the MVP?" or "Who's your um, eight teams from each conference going to the playoffs?" Things like that. Yeah. Luca was rated number one to win MVP this year. Wow! From all the GMs across the NBA, star player so, man. Yeah, kills it. I saw this one video. It was uh, Dallas Mavs Instagram account put up. I think for his birthday, or maybe it was just because the season's about to start up. And uh, one of the what do they call the the people who like, for lack of a better term, the water boys, sports managers, right? Yeah. Okay. Or trainers or like equipment managers. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. So it was this girl. She had a tablet and she like gave it to Luca and she was like, here. And then he's like, what? And then he was like, oh, because he was mic'd up. He was like, oh, you want me to play something? She was like, yeah, play whatever you want. I guess they're warming up in the gym. And he, he just hands her back the tablet. He's like, I don't care. Just play some Bad Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. Luca's a fan of the Bad Bunny. Oh, yeah. I see. I like it. I like it. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Man, Luca's loved by everybody. Dude, he is. And hated by. Probably every other player out there that's not him <laughs> right. or on his team. <laughs> right. That dude's a beast coming into year five. And lastly, the Red River rivalry was last weekend. Yeah, that's right. Dude. What a freaking I mean, I didn't even <laughs> see the game, but what what a game that was. Why did OU even drive down, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> they didn't even score a point. <laughs> that sucks so much. Oh man. That was uh I we were out. We were in San Antonio at this time, and we were out at a kind of like a bar. We were just grabbing drinks, and we saw the score. What is it? Forty nine to zero. Yeah, it ended forty nine zero. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What the heck did OU even show up? Like, I, dude, I was I was in shock. I was watching the game, absolutely in shock. Like they start out the season a top ten ranked team. OU. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Texas started the season not even ranked. <laughs> They're ranked now. They now they killed OU, you know. Yeah, they're back in the rankings. But I wonder yeah. what happened. OU's falling apart, man. It's crazy. What um is this the last time they're going to play that game at the Cotton Bowl? I don't think so. Okay, I thought I heard somewhere that they were going to stop playing it there. Really? Yeah, that's a rich tradition, man. You'd have some <laughs> traditionalists pretty upset if they exactly. moved from there. And the State Fair. Yeah, because it's always, you have it during the state fair, you know? Yeah. You have it at the Cotton Bowl. But I don't know. That'd be crazy news if it if it was true. Yo, also, speaking of, um, shouts out to my alma. Uh, what's it? What When was it? SFA you talking about? Yeah. SFA versus Warner, 98 to 0. <laughs> Yo, shouts out there. <laughs> Dude, 98 to 0. First I of mean, all, who is Warner? Where are they at? Yeah, I think it's a high school, to be honest. But hey, we, we're not paying any attention to that, okay? 98 to 0. I was like, why would you even let the game go that far, that long, <laughs> like crazy? <laughs> Just shut the game down after for real, that. Right? Like, why did they end in the third quarter? <laughs> like, I feel so bad for that team, for that school. Crazy. Um, man. But yeah, what a UT OU game that was. Yeah. Crazy. It was wild. Crazy. Crazy good for Hook'em. Exactly. All right. Let's do some Suggs and Rex. Knock yep. it out real quick. I know just we're running kind of long here. We're getting a little excited being back and stuff. I know. We've got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, I'm going to recommend a song. Okay. You ever heard of a guy named Teddy Swims? I have not. Okay. He is a recent uh, TikTok star going viral for his magnificent voice. Okay. He's a short, stubby, face-tatted, big-bearded guy yeah. with a fantastic voice. It's incredible. Oh, he I sings, think I have seen him He before. sings a song called All That Really Matters. It's by Elenium and Teddy Swims. Okay. It is fantastic. I love it, man. I play it for my three-year-old daughter. She wants to hear it nonstop. Really? It's such a good song. It's very cool. Good meaning behind it. Great beat. Um, and yeah, it's really cool. A uh, little quick story about Teddy really quick. Um, so Dirk apparently is a huge fan of his. Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> and he recently had a charity event for the Dirk Nowitzki Foundation at the SMU Tennis Center. Mm -hmm. he, uh, he holds a 
he hosts a tennis event every year in September and invites all these big celebrities and major athletes to play in this tournament. And they had a dinner that night, um, just a charity auction dinner mm-hmm. that night, carrying on the day. Um, and he had somebody perform at it. Well, he invited Teddy Swims to come perform at it. Wow. Uh, it's, just a peop- it's just a room of 150, 200 people. Yeah. And he was on tour currently in Australia. That, was, that day was his birthday. So he quickly hopped on a flight on his birthday to come to Dallas to play for Dirk in front of this room of 200 people. And just played a bunch of cover songs. Because I think that's how he originally got big is through cover songs. Yeah. And he played just a bunch of cover songs for them in this tiny room and then flew back to Australia and continued his tour. <laughs> like, dude, what a bro. Wow. First off, having Dirk kicked you up, like, because he's a big fan of yours to come play. Yeah. Heck yeah, I'd do that. I would too, definitely. That's crazy. I had mad respect for him. On his birthday, wow. middle of a tour across the, across the globe. Is he from Texas or Dallas? I didn't think so. Or Germany? He may be. <laughs> I didn't think he was from Texas, but like uh, I said, he got big through TikTok, so um, you'd have to look that up for sure, but yeah. No, no, Georgia. Okay. Georgia. Yeah. So nice. the song, All That Really Matters by Illinium and Teddy Swims. Good stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, man. What you got, Martin? Um, I messed up and I was going to suggest a TV show. There you go. I thought we were talking about The Circle. <laughs> as for instead of love is blind but so yeah anyways um the circle i recommend the circle as i stated earlier on netflix it's a reality game show i honestly think i've probably already suggested this um but natalie and i were behind two episodes so we're kind of caught up we're watching the fourth one right now and it's just a great show overall and it's just fun fun to watch it's a good and uh yeah a uh, good thing to watch whenever we're like getting ready for bed and yeah, stuff it is at the a, end of the night. It is a fun watch. Um, interacting through social media and yeah, the whole catfish effect. And yeah. 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 Definitely. It's, it's cool. My favorite in this season, season four is Frank. He's uh and oh, and actually TikTok again, there's a TikToker. I, his name is brew. I don't know if that's his TikTok name. But he's a radio host. Yeah. And apparently he does things on the air that people will comment, like people will comment on his posts, like say sheesh on the air. And when he's like in the middle of transitioning between songs, he'll like say sheesh or something. (laughs) So that's like how he's famous on TikTok and he's on the circle too. So that's pretty funny. You said four seasons? Yeah, it's four seasons. I feel like I've only seen one or two. I did not know there were that many. Yeah, I think they came out with two other seasons, like almost back to back. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. So you've got to enough to keep you busy yeah, and enough to watch for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so definitely go check that out. I'm going to Google Teddy Swims here in a bit. Yeah. And see and see what stuff. we got. Yeah, he's very talented. Check all them right. all out. The Circle and Teddy Swims. Man, it was good being behind the mic again. Yes, it in was fantastic. It's a good time to be back, and we look forward to the next one. Definitely. All right. We'll see you guys. See you.